Hey, good evening and welcome inside the Pioneer Restaurant Studios on ESPN Denver 1600 for uh, a fun uh, edition of the head coach Jeff Wilburn show talking Denver Pioneers basketball. To be fair, all of our episodes are fun, but to get to talk about this one uh, after last night's win for the Denver Pioneers is going to be even more so. My name is Tyler Mon, joined by Pioneers head coach Jeff Wilburn. Uh, coach, what's going on? It's good to see you. It's great to be a pioneer, isn't it? Today is a very fun morning to wake up. I uh, I texted uh, my girlfriend this morning and said, I didn't think that I would still be riding this high this morning from a win last night uh, for your guys on the road. But man, it was a fun night last night. And uh, I would imagine it feels even better for you guys and for the guys who were in that room last night, uh, getting a chance to celebrate that win. It sure does, Tyler. You know, we, we, we didn't, we weren't here for all those losses, but uh, you know, our program owned it and, uh, and we're all members of the program. So it, it was certainly a goal of ours to kind of put that to rest uh, this season and really glad we did. Uh, you know, the, the players are aware of it. And um, uh, I, th- I think there were a couple of players who've been here four years who, who've been a part of all of that. And uh, so last night was really special and it was special for them and special for us to, you know, Tyler, it's just a, a sign and another signal that we're making progress that we're moving the program forward. Uh, we're doing some things that haven't been done in a while. And of course, that was the goal when we came in here. Well, what are we talking about? We are talking about the Denver Pioneers 63-55 road win over Kansas City last night. The Pioneers' first road win since December of 2018. Pioneers' first conference road win since February of 2018. Uh, it has been a while. And Coach, you noted you guys weren't here for you know over three quarters of that. Um, but it is still something that the program kind of had a monkey on its back in terms of winning away from home. You guys have been so close in so many road games so far this season. And last night... It wasn't as though uh, you you won a game that was handed to you or you had a fluky victory or anything like that. Your guys overcame a lot of things last night to get that win against a really difficult opponent in Kansas City that plays just absurdly tough defense. Um, they were off shooting a little bit. Your guys had some, some hot shooting stretches uh, in that game, but that was not an easy win. That was a gritty kind of win, which I would imagine makes you even a little bit more proud of it. Um, what was the feeling last night, especially as you started to get a little breathing room in those final couple of minutes throughout the flow of that game. It was a strange game, but ultimately that's a good one to have as a win. It, it's great. And uh, it, it, as I mentioned, it shows progress. You know, Tyler, I, I think the last three, four interviews we've done, uh, I, I've talked about the, the physicality factor and, and the, the toughness. Yeah. Um, and and that, quite honestly, we've been lacking in those areas against the league's best teams, the South Dakota States and the North Dakota States. And I've been talking about, uh, you know, our we, we've certainly set that as a goal and, and a focus that we we have to be more physical. We have to compete harder. And um, uh, it was nice. We played one of the most physical teams in the conference last night in Kansas City. Uh, I mean, they do not let you run your offense. And, uh, you know, in some ways we we um, we turn the ball over far too much, but you, we competed. And that, that's what it's all about. It's, you know, what we said before the game started, we go through the scouting report and um, uh, we talked about just having a, just fight like hell and refuse to lose. And, and let's do that for 40 minutes. And we've also documented that we've had some great efforts here for parts of the games, great second halves. And the other thing that we really, really focused on, let's get off to a great start. 
and, and we did. And, and I think with one exception, I think we fell behind 35-32 at one point in the game. It was a wire-to-wire win against a really tough and a really physical team that denies every entry that you have into your offense. Nobody else plays like that. They played like that one other time this season to that extent where they essentially are trapping all ball screens, denying all your entries into your offense. And um, uh, while we did turn the ball over, we, we also battled through it. And, um, you know, I think Kansas City's philosophy, Tyler, is you're going to get us with six to eight backdoor layups, but there's going to be 55 possessions in the game, and we're going to take you out of what you run, you know, for 48 of those possessions. So, uh, and we certainly try to loosen the defense up with backdoors, and uh, Tev is just terrific at that. You know, you, you have to respect him on the perimeter. He's a threat to put the ball down on the floor. He's a capable three-point shooter. And we kind of clear out a side and have him come up to the three-point line and send him back door. And I think he got probably two or three of those. We're, we're posting him up a lot. I don't know if you've you've noticed that. Yeah. Uh, he's a really tough matchup. He's, he's, getting, he's getting tougher. He's getting more physical. And we're, we're posting him up in different situations now. And um, gosh, he, he's just, he's getting more and more comfortable with his back to the basket. And for a guard, that's a heck of a tough matchup uh, to guard Tevin. Last night after the game, we we're having our post-game meal. And, and I said, you know, if you can put 10, 10 to 15 pounds on and get to 200, 205 in the offseason, boy, you, it'll be impossible for a guard to match up with you defensively. So... It is already very difficult, it feels like, for anybody to match up with Tevin defensively. And we're going to talk about his night uh, in our second segment today because it's something that deserves a lot of its own focus. Uh, But, Coach, you you win a game in which you have 29 field goal attempts uh, and 26 turnovers. And uh, it was one of the strangest games I think I've ever called. Uh, You know, you have a a victory in which your opponent shoots 24 more times from the floor. Uh, Can you remember a game that you have had in your coaching career in which the numbers stack up seemingly against you like that and you still come away with an eight-point win? No. (laughs) No. It's... Uh, it was a un- very unusual game, Tyler. And, you know, we got to the free throw line 36 times. Yep, that was the and, other thing. You know, we, we take a good look at the analytics going into these games, and and we noticed there were about only four teams in the country that fouled more than Kansas City did. So we, we told our guys, look, they're going to be in the gaps. They're going to be reaching, slapping, clawing, and fouling. But you got to be strong with the ball when you take it to the hole and take a defender up to the rim with you. And, uh you know, I really admire JJ, uh, you know, our, our little 5'10", 5'11", point guard, Jordan Johnson. And at his size, I bet he's near the, the leaders, certainly in free throw percentage in the conference. But yeah. a, a really unusual thing is to have a player his size that is among the leaders in the conference in free throw attempts. Uh, that he's getting to the rim and he's using his body and he's protecting the ball and he's getting fouled. Um, that really is amazing. He did a great job. And, you know, KJ got hurt last night. He tried to go. He was a little banged up and um, just wasn't himself and uh, didn't play too much. And, of course, that uh, the responsibility of running the show for us fell on Jordan's shoulders and really did a good job. And, and against all of that pressure, he probably felt he turned the ball over a little, little too much. But uh, against that, that type of heat uh, all the time, uh, he really did a great job. Uh, really proud of him. 
10 for 12 at the free throw line for JJ, 30 for 36 for your team. And your guys kind of took what Kansas City does and you sort of spun it against them and being able to get to the free throw line with their aggressiveness. Um, for for your group, uh, you kind of prepare them for a game like this and you know that you got a tough team that plays really good defense on the other side. But on top of all of that, this is the third game of a three-game, five-day road trip. And when you've already taken a couple of tough losses, um, it would be very easy for guys to say, man, I just want to get home. Uh, for your guys to go into a road game against a really difficult opponent on the other side and show up with an effort like that last night to overcome the turnovers, to overcome the shot discrepancies, uh, and come away with a win, that I would think from our vantage point has to make you proudest of this group. How did you feel about that coming out of that game? Uh, I, I'm glad you noticed that. Uh, I, I mean, that is really, really difficult. Um, it, our guys, our guys went home today, which means that they've we've been on the road for a week, and uh, school is in session. They have academic responsibilities, uh, albeit the classes are online, but they they need to be part of those classes. And just because we're on the road doesn't mean that their academic obligations and responsibilities cease. So it's you know it's kind of funny. I look at the background when I talk to you on these zooms. You know, I, I think we did one from my hotel in Brookings, in Vermilion, in Omaha, in in Kansas City, and now I'm I'm in Chicago recruiting, and yeah. uh, uh, you know, you see all my hotel rooms. But it's a really I, I've said all season that the team is really resilient, Tyler. Uh, like that that doesn't begin to describe it. Um, you know, we we flew into Sioux Falls. We take an hour bus ride to Brook to uh, Vermilion. Uh, don't play as well as we like. We lose to South Dakota. Take a two-hour bus ride up to Brookings. Play a really really good South Dakota State team. And um, and you you know so much of this too is how you you talk about your setbacks. And we've tried to use them in a very constructive way. I told the guys since I got here that they could count on very honest feedback. And, uh, you know, we don't candy coat things, but we don't do anything that's demeaning. And uh, we try to be as constructive as possible. And our guys are really receptive to it. And you know what we did? We built off the second half. We thought we did some really good things in that game. And uh, we, we, that's what we spend our time talking about that we needed to put together 40 minutes like that. So then we take a three and a half hour bus ride to Omaha after that game. And then the next morning we drive another three hours to Kansas city. And, you know, I, on the ride there, I was just feeling like, man, I'm spent, you know, I, I bet our guys are too. They've been playing. And um, so we, we had an idea to take the guys to the uh, uh, NABC college basketball hall of fame in Kansas city. And so we, we arrived in Kansas City and about an hour later, we, we took them. And I, I don't know if, how many of your listeners have been there, but it's a really cool place. I mean, it documents the history of college basketball, a lot of interactive hoops and games. And the guys just had a blast. I said, you know, let's let's get away. Let, let's free your mind up and just enjoy each other's company here for, for a couple hours. And um, I, I told you, I thought KJ had the best line. I saw it on social media. He, he said, today we use basketball to get away from basketball. And um, it, it, it was just great. You know, I told him at the end, I said, just warm my heart just to see them enjoy each other's company the way they did. And we literally went from the Hall of Fame 
to Rockhurst College where we practiced and uh, and the energy and the enthusiasm was so impressive. I, I mean, our coaching staff was just in awe that coming off two losses, 10 hours of bus rides, you know, everything else. And they just, boy, did they regroup and come together. And uh, it, it, we had an awesome practice at Rockhurst. The next day followed up with a good shoot around. And then uh, really the, the performance, I, I like to say it's, we fought like hell and we, we refused to lose. We didn't play our best. We didn't have all of our guys. But, uh, boy, the, the desire and the will, and we, we spent a lot of time talking about intangibles, too. And uh, they were there last night. All right, Coach, we got to step aside for a break. But before we do, i got to ask you, what is your favorite uh, either artifact or part or whatever in the, in the NABC uh, College Basketball uh, Hall of Fame? Um, that's really cool. Uh, there's so many. Uh, man, it, you know, it, it was uh, education to our guys. You know, an old guy like me, you know, I'm, I'm, I know about the history of the game, you know, and, and our young guys don't, yeah. you know, they were, they were learning about Lou Alcindor and, and Bill Walton and Oscar Robertson and, and Larry Bird and, and, you know, kind of what they did. And uh, uh, that, that part was really cool just to see the guys engage in that and, and really learn some lessons in the history of college basketball. That is awesome. Uh, such a, a fun day for us to get a chance to talk about last night's win. We'll talk a little bit more about this Denver victory over Kansas City and uh, preview what's coming up for the Pioneers, who, novel concept, have three straight home games coming up uh, on this 2021-22 schedule, which we're very excited for. He's head coach of the Pioneers, Jeff Wilburn. It's the Coach Jeff Wilburn Show. Back in a minute from the Pioneer Restaurant Studios on ESPN Denver 1600. DU fans, the Pioneer is DU's neighborhood spot. With a huge enclosed patio on the main level, rooftop patio, and tons of indoor-outdoor seating with HDTVs, the Pioneer is a great spot to meet your friends, grab lunch or dinner, and catch a Pioneer's game. We have cold drink specials available all day, every day. Or come enjoy our house margarita or specialty handcrafts. The Pioneer offers quality, affordable food that is predominantly Mexican in nature. Located at the corner of University and Wesley, come see us today and get your Pio on. Hi, this is Todd Ushery, president of Breckenridge Brewery. When we settled into Littleton, we wanted it to feel like home to everyone who visited. So we built the Farmhouse Restaurant. The comfort food menu is made to complement the fresh beer brewed right here on site. My personal favorite spot is the beer garden. Love sitting next to the fire, listening to bluegrass with a beer, looking out at the open mountain view. Stop by on the weekends for brunch or come see us anytime. Check out breckbrew.com for more info. Here at the Farmhouse, you're always in good company. Back on ESPN Denver 1600 from the Pioneer Restaurant Studios. It's the Coach Jeff Wolverine Show talking Denver Pioneers men's hoop. Tyler Mon with the head coach of the Pioneers, Jeff Wolverine. Coach, 63-55 is your win last night. Um, there were a lot of impressive things to take away from that game last night, but I don't know if there's been anything more impressive this season than Tevin Smith's performance last night. He is the only player in college basketball this year, and kudos uh, to our sports information director, Chris Smith, for digging this up. The only player in the entire sport of college basketball this year to go 23 points, 10 rebounds, and not miss a shot. It's Tevin's first collegiate double-double, which I saw he posted on Twitter last night, which I thought was just so cool. Um, But 23 and 10, 7 for 7 from the floor, 1 for 1 from three-point range, and 8 for 8 at the free throw line. He's a freshman. (laughs) We've talked about his consistency continued uh, ascendancy this season last night I have not seen many performances that rival that in my five years of doing that here you, you know what's so impressive 
um, and, and I think I've mentioned this to you, he, he is so coachable and he never has felt like he's arrived. I, I guarantee you when we step on the floor on Thursday and we, we have our first practice from this break, you know, he'll, he'll be all ears and, and there won't be any sense of entitlement or that he's arrived, that there's still a lot of things to learn. You know, he understands now how important the weight gain and the strength is now that he's been through, you know, three quarters of a college basketball season. But he's, I know I've said it over the last three, four weeks, he's getting better, if not every game, every week. And he's just, he's more and more comfortable. He's more and more confident. Tyler, one of the, the, the real impressive things about him, the game just comes to him. You know, now, now we're running some some sets for him and uh, where where we put him in a position to to have success. You know, we're, we're playing to his skill strength, but um, he's you know, he took one three last night. And it was wide open. He knocked it down. He, he's really strong with the ball. He's getting to the foul line a lot, got to the foul line eight times and just his combination of athleticism, speed and quickness and savvy and at three quarters of the way through this season the savvy is is coming and he's learning how to play the game at this level and he's caught up to the speed of the game you know probably a month ago or so and um you know he it wasn't that long ago he hit that freshman wall and it, it stopped him for a little while maybe a couple of weeks and, and he just barreled through it eventually but uh really impressive it, it's um, you know, as you we look at our program, we're, we're really pleased with our freshmen, all of the freshmen, the success that they've had. Um, I, I really am proud of the staff in terms of we got the job in late April last year and uh, many people had finished their, their recruiting. And I, I got to tell you that one of the things that we, we really spent a lot of time talking about was we could live in the portal. And we could bring in six or seven graduate transfers, and maybe we would have more immediate success than we've had. But we felt we would be mortgaging the future if we did so, and that we wanted to build a program. And, and this was one of the things that, that I, I've talked a lot about. I, I did in the interview process. I, I didn't want to coach a team every year. I wanted to build a program, you know, where you, you bring young guys in and, you know, you, you teach them and you develop them and you nurture them. And, um, uh, you know, uh, and that, that's happening. Our, our freshmen will, are the foundation for future success for us. Now, we'll complement that maybe with a transfer here and there as we move forward. But uh, we, we sure are, are thrilled uh, with the young kids that we have in our program. You know, Jordan is just a sophomore, um, uh, you know, and, and we've, we've talked about Coben on, on several of the shows and the success that he's had in, in Toko for you know, a guy is 6'9", 225, a freshman, um, and boy, they've, and Pedro, Pedro's getting more and more playing time. Uh, Felipe is a guy that we're redshirting this year. Uh, he's a 6'7", big time shooter, and we think he's going to have an impact on the program as well. Well, and the thing that is so impressive about it is you talk about the the transfer portal and how, um, you know, some coaching staffs do choose to go the route of, well, let's just bring in as many guys as we can. And I think that's a perfect description of coaching a team versus coaching a program. Uh, what's, what's interesting and what's great is this freshman class is becoming the talk of the Summit League in a lot of ways. And to see the thing that impresses me most about them is the maturity level on the floor. I can't tell you how many people have said to me about Toko Tynamo, 
yeah, it just seems like he stays within what he knows he does well. He doesn't try to do anything outside of that skill set. He's so knowledgeable about who he is as a basketball player. I think you could say the same thing about Tevin. I think you could say the same thing about Coben. Um, you know, Pedro has had some really great stretches as well. The maturity of this freshman class is really amazing. And uh, that's not something you can say for a lot of freshmen across anything in college, much less in athletics. I, I think a few things have contributed to that. Uh you know, one, you, you learn as you go. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago. It was early in the season. And, you know, Toko was firing threes in the first eight to 10 seconds of the shot clock. And it was just, you know, that's what he was allowed to do, uh, you know, at, at his high school and prep school. And, uh, you know, Coben had the, his light was always green. So it, part of this, and, and Tevin as well, is teaching these guys to play with some discipline and understand what's in the best interest of the team. You know, is, is a shot in the first five seconds from three from Toko what we want? Or should we give ourselves 10 to 15 seconds to get a layup? So they're learning the game and, and they're, they're taking it all in. Uh, the, the experience is huge. I told Tevin last night, I said, you, you know what? One of the, the best things in the, 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 that has led to your success is that you've been in an opportunity, you, you've been in a situation where you've had an opportunity to play. You know, and I said, just compare this to a situation where, you know, if you were playing eight to 10 minutes a game and, uh, and what your growth would be like versus what he's doing for us, which is playing, gosh, 25 to 33 minutes a game. And he's just, he's developing. I, I know I said it to you earlier in the season, we wanted and we needed those guys to develop at an accelerated rate. And, yeah. and I think they have simply because of all the playing time that they've received. All right, coach, let's talk about another couple of things before we wrap up. I wish this was an hour long episode this week. We got so much good stuff to be able to cover, but you are uh, out of town. You're on an in-season recruiting trip. And um, it's one of the the many tasks of a college basketball coach that sometimes uh, you get a big win on the road and you don't get to fly home with your team because you got something else uh, on the docket. Take us through kind of what a trip like this is like, where you've got to jet off, be somewhere else, come back to town, get practices going later on in the week to get set for another homestand. Well, I, I never want to miss practice. So that's my top priority to be with my guys, to be with the team, to help them grow and develop uh, throughout the year. And nothing is more important than that. There's no recruit that is more important than our team and the players that are on the team. So we have to schedule our recruiting around off days that we have from practice. So uh, after this week long trip, uh, the guys flew back today and uh, they have the rest of today and tomorrow off. So this was a time for me to get out and, uh, and do a little bit of recruiting. And um, it won't be too long here, about six more weeks before this really heats up. But um, uh, that, that's the way we schedule. I like to have my assistants at practice as well. Um, I, I would say once in a great while, they may miss if, if we run into a situation where we have an important recruit that we can only see on a certain day. I will never have my assistants miss a game. Uh, and it's very rare that they miss a practice. I just want my players to know all the time that they, they are our top priority. Um, and, uh, and and that's that's where we want to spend our time. All right, Coach, final point for you. you got a three-game homestand coming up this Saturday against Omaha, Thursday against Kansas City, the 27th, and then Saturday against Oral Roberts. Um, what excites you most about this homestand? To get that win last night feels like it puts you in such a good position now going into these three home games. Uh, when you get back uh, with your guys and get to practice on Thursday, what's the most exciting thing for your, for this team coming up about this three-game homestand? 
I, <laughs> we're at home, we're sleeping in our own beds. And, uh, you know, there's a comfort level associated with that. I think everybody sleeps a little bit better. It gets more rest and um, uh, we're not shuttling off on bus trips here and there. And so, uh, you know, and you feel like you need to take care of business when you're at home in conference play. So uh, we will present a scouting report on Thursday, which is our normal two days of preparation for an opponent. And um, we uh, we won't do anything on Omaha until Thursday. And um, but, you know, in your preparation, I think your number one goal is to take care of yourself. And, you know, we've got some things we've watched the game from last night. We know things we need to work on. Um, and, and then we. Uh, uh, you know, uh, along with the Omaha information, we'll work on both things for a couple of days to get the guys ready. But uh, the mental part of it is so important. It, it really is. I talked about, you know, the trip to the College Basketball Hall of Fame, and it, it kind of took a tired group and maybe a, a little bit of a beat down group, and it just picked them up. And uh, it, so the mental part of it, I told them today, I said, we're going to give you a couple days off here you know, take care of your academic responsibilities, but let's, let's free your minds up. Let's rest your bodies. Let's get the treatment that you need and, and really come in with fresh minds when we reconvene on Thursday. So uh, I think we're really excited. You know, the, the progress sometimes shows up in wins and losses. Sometimes it doesn't. And we've, I think it's been a consistent message of mine to you that we, we have been making progress and uh, it, it's certainly you know, when you win a road game and your program hasn't done that in four years, there's a validation there that uh, you're, you're doing the right things and your guys are doing the right things. And um, it, it's I think everybody feels good about where we're at, but very hungry uh, to certainly not settle for, for this and, uh, and to work hard to accomplish a lot more. Well, it felt pretty great uh, leaving Magnus Arena last night after doing the broadcast and got home and finally had the thought dawn on me. Oh, yeah, I have never left a remote broadcast having done a win. And uh, because our one earlier this season, IUPUI, we didn't have video coverage from uh, Texas San Antonio for that game. And so that was a that was a first and it was a heck of a fun first for us to have. Chris Smith and I were pretty pumped uh, in the broadcast booth last night. And uh, coach, congrats on the win over Kansas City. Can't wait to get you guys back in town. And uh, we'll see you coming up this weekend for Omaha on Saturday. Great. Look forward to it. Always enjoy it, Tyler. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Wrapping up this week's edition of the Coach Jeff Wilburn Show, the Pioneers and the Omaha Mavericks coming up on Saturday at 2 o'clock. You can get your tickets now at denverpioneers.com. Can't make the Omaha game Thursday. Kansas City will be in town on the 27th. That's a 7 o'clock tip-off. And then Oral Roberts, last year's NCAA tournament uh, mid-major darlings, they'll be in town on Saturday the 29th. Uh, for Jeff Wilburn, my name is Tyler Mom. We'll talk to you next time on ESPN Denver 1600.